0: Hey everybody welcome to cigars and syndication uh where we're passionate about real estate and passionate about cigars uh today i think we've got a, a great topic uh that 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 jay my uh co-host here is an expert at and uh and we're going to pick his brain a little bit about how do how's the best or what is the best way to get started in real estate uh, while smoking a wonderful david Offyamasa cigar
1: thanks robbie uh my name is junaid noor and welcome to cigars and Syndications. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of people have approached me and asked me, um, so how do I get started in real estate? You know, w- you've been doing this for quite some time. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. Um, you know, people who are just starting off, whether they're right out of college or they just saw a podcast and they think, you know, they feel that real estate is the way to go. But how do we get started? Where do we start? Uh, so we're going to go through uh, all the steps that you need in order to get started, uh, in real estate and real estate investing. But you know, this Yamasa, this is a great cigar. What do you think? Yeah,
0: I really like it. Um, it is a, uh, a Dominican wrapper and binder with a Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Uh, the shape is a pyramid. This is a, a six by a six by 52 pyramid, uh, really good creamy so far on the start off. Um, I've had your mosses before, and it's one of my favorite go-to. If you're in a in a cigar shop and maybe new or confused as to what to get, you can never go wrong with this smoke. It's a really good, solid smoke.
1: Yeah, this is a full-bodied smoke, uh, very strong. Make sure you eat something uh, heavy. Uh, you know, you, you, can't, you can't smoke. I can't smoke this on an empty stomach. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are some people out there who can do it. But this is a very full-bodied smoke, very good. And, uh, you know, I'm starting with a little bit of pepper a little bit of leather. Yeah. And I think, I think
0: honestly for, for a Davidoff product, it's a really good price point too. Um, today, um, today we're going to talk about how to get started in real estate and, and Jay, what's your, what's your first bit of advice for anybody wanting to get started?
1: So, uh, the first thing you have to do, uh, is try to figure out where you are, right? Where, where are you? So when we say, where are you, uh, you need to ask yourself a few, few questions uh how much cash do i have because real estate is cash dependent uh there are some strategies where you can uh buy real estate which we can get in we'll which we will get into a little bit later um with very little cash um but there is some some cash required so cash is a big deal um how much cash do you have um the other questions that you want to ask is how's your credit how much debt do you have and we'll get into you know, a little bit more detail in depth uh, into all of these. But the first thing you want to do is you want to figure out where are you in the cycle?
0: Yeah, I mean, great points. And and I think, you know, it's just most important, if this is something that that you're passionate about it, like we are, uh, you have to figure out where your starting point is. And, and, you know, I think that... um, There's a lot of people that want to get into real estate and they talk about it for years and talk about it for years. I know I personally waited in my opinion too long uh, to get started in real estate. Uh, So I think the sooner you have the the financial ability and the time and the credit, I think the best thing to do is get started even at a small scale.
1: Yeah. And then the other points that you need to ask yourself. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is how much cash do I have? How much debt do I have? Um, what is your credit score? You need to know your credit score because your lenders are gonna look at that. You need to know um what um uh what are you what are you striving for? Are you are you trying to build wealth or do you need income? And then you need to go and pick a strategy and we have a few different strategies that we're gonna go through um on this podcast.
0: Okay. Well, Jay, how much how much cash
1: do you need to get started? So it depends on your strategy, right? Uh, there are... Uh, so let's say you have... Uh, and, and we'll go through all different variations of the strategy, right? From you only have $1,000 to you have $100,000, okay? So let's say you have $1,000 uh, saved up. Uh, you could do something as simple as go and buy a REIT. So before we before we get into buying, let's back up a little bit. The first thing I would do is... I look at my cash situation. How much do I have saved up? And then look at your debt. Now, if you have credit cards that are outstanding, that you're paying monthly payments are, you're paying minimum payments are at, you know, 20, 22, 23% interest, it's really not ideal. It's actually counterproductive to start finding, looking for investments when you're paying debt at 22 and 23% uh, interest on your credit cards. So the first thing I would recommend is if you have cash, Get rid of those credit cards. Uh, there are a lot of different ways of doing that. Uh, you can pick, uh, you know, the the lowest balance credit card you have and start paying that off faster with higher, with more principal, while you're still paying minimum payments on the other ones. Or you can set aside a bunch of cash where you're paying everything down equally every month. Uh, and you know, you can you can go and Google strategies for paying down credit cards, but your debt is the first thing that you got to get rid of, not only because it's going to hamper you down and, you know, just mathematically it doesn't work, right? If you're, if you're getting a, even a 20% return, um, on your real estate investment, but if you're paying 23 or 24%, 25% in credit card debt, you're still negative. So mathematically it doesn't work. No, I think that's brilliant. I think, um, I think you should
0: be, as debt free as you can possibly get. And 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 that money that you save up should be extra money. It should be money that you have to lose in the event that, that you come across
1: a bad deal. Absolutely. Um, so the first thing I suggest is see what your cash position is. And the other thing that debt will do is that when you go to get a loan, when you go to get financing for your real estate investment, the bank will look at your your debt ratio, how much debt you have, Versus how much income you make And if your debt is too high uh, They're not going to give you financing You won't be able to get any financing So the debt is very important And a lot of people don't think about it But the first thing to always do is Pay off those consumer credit cards Of high interest uh, And try and use debt For investment purposes For returns on your investment Rather than just for consumption
0: And it's just like you were talking about is know where you are, and if you're beginning and, and and maybe a younger uh investor and just wanting to get started in real estate, uh, I know jay's mentioned that one way to do it is you actually you buy the house to flip it, but you actually live in it, and there's some homestead exemptions and other things that that you can
1: take advantage of yeah that's called house hacking, and uh we'll get into that in a little bit more detail uh but the first thing that they could do is let's assume now that you know you've you've put down your You've written down your plan, right? This is how much cash I have. This is my debt. Paid down my debt uh, for your credit cards and things like that. Now, I can understand if you have a mortgage or if you have a car loan, you know, but uh, you've paid down your credit card debt. Uh, You figured out whether you want income or you want growth. And now you are sitting there trying to figure out a strategy. You know, I have this much money. I need to do something with this, and I want to be into real estate. So, the first thing you can do is, if you have very little money, is you can go and buy a REIT. So, a REIT is a real estate investment trust, and it's basically you can go and buy. It's like buying stocks, but you buy uh, uh, you buy shares into in a mutual fund that owns a lot of real estate. The good thing with the REIT is that it's very liquid. So you can, if you need money for an emergency, you can go ahead and sell those shares back to, you can buy them from Fidelity or any one of the brokerage houses. They have a a lot of different REITs. Um, They're very liquid. Um, The downside with the REIT is, is that it could be complicated, right? So which REIT? There are so many of them out there. There's, you know, office-based REITs and apartment complex REITs and geographically uh, diverse REITs and uh, asset class diverse REITs. So that's where you'll have to do a little bit of homework and figure out what strategy best suits you, which REIT you want to get into and you know I know some people who did very well in REITs over the last few years
0: well and and if you don't know anybody in the business and and you aren't familiar with with what you're doing, it's probably a good way to get started. I mean I think that they the REITs are very well written to protect the investors um it even limits the amount of money that the um that the REITs can make. Um, so, I think it's probably a really good, safe first step.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, the other thing that people can also do is um, these uh, real estate platforms, these crowdfunding platforms that have come up over the last um, five years, six years or so, um, like Fundrise and Realty Muggle, um, A lot of them have very low um, investment criteria. So, you know, you can start with something as low as $1,000. Uh, the, the only issue with those is that, um, it may not be liquid. So you put a thousand dollars in, into a deal where it's a uh, multifamily property and you may have a, a hold for five years. So if you need that money out, you might not be able to take it out.
0: Right. So you need to read the ins and outs of those and, and, and understand that you might not have access to your money for, for quite a while. So again, make sure that, that that money is expendable and you don't need it for your for your mortgage or your car payment.
1: Right. And that's that's one of the other points that I was uh I wanted to get back to um in 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 trying to figure out where you are, is that make sure you have cash reserves for any emergencies. Right. You don't want to put money into let's say you even put it into a stock market and the stock market is liquid. REITs are liquid, but well, what happens if the stocks fall? Uh, they've been falling, all you know, since last year. So, what happens if a stock falls? Then you're going to have to take a loss in order to take your money back out if you need it for an emergency. So, you always want to have an emergency reserve of cash uh, for unforeseen circumstances. Well, and you, you had mentioned time, and and for me, I think this is
0: a big decision maker when you get started. Is is how much time.
1: Do you want to dedicate? Do you have time to dedicate to to real estate? Absolutely, and that's one of uh one of those critical uh questions that you ask yourself, right? You don't necessarily have to quit your full time job. You can. I know people personally who have had full time jobs, and they started buying houses, and they started renovating those houses, and then renting them house, uh, renting them out. And uh, this person actually was a project manager for a tech company. And he went from one house, as he was a full-time employee, to about 25 houses. And once he got to 25 houses, he quit his full-time job. And now he's full-time just managing his own houses. So it's possible. What do you think his time frame? How long did it take him to get to 25
0: houses? That's a lot of people don't. They they see these people, and they meet them, and they have 25 houses, and and they got to quit their full-time job. But- he sacrificed. You know, he had his full time job. Still had to deal with tenants and leaks and ACs going out. Uh, and and how long do you think it took him to get to twenty five?
1: So real estate is a long term strategy. It is not get rich quick. It is all long term. And some of the other strategies that we will go through, but they're all long term. So uh, I'll tell you uh, uh, a uh, a calculation. If you ever. Read any of the books by Monish Pabrai. He's a, he's, a, he's a stock investor and uh, he's got a bunch of YouTube videos. Uh, but, so he came up with this calculation. And so I'm just quoting what he had said, uh, which I thought was fascinating. And it's really intuitive, but you don't realize it until you actually think about it. So he said, look, seven, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, that's 168 hours that you have in the week. Take out 80 hours. I'm sorry, take out 40 hours for work. Take out 40 hours for sleep. Eight hours a day for work, eight hours a night for sleeping. Okay? Take out another four hours a day for miscellaneous. commute time, this, that, and the other. And then take out another 20 hours for entertainment, for working out, for relaxed time, whatever. After all that is done, you still have 40 hours a week. So you still have enough time to do one more full-time job.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. And, and and it is, it's time management. It's how much time do you want to dedicate? What do you want to give up? Because when you're working, you're not doing something fun. You're not doing something with your family. And, you know, you have to figure out what's important for you.
1: So this person, uh, what he did was uh, he was working a full-time job at a tech company. And uh, he would take his lunch breaks to go look at houses so he can evaluate what kind of, which, you know, the house for sale. And then in the evenings he would uh, do his paperwork right to do the feasibility to figure out where if the house were how much the house is worth, how much repair it's going to take and then weekends and evenings were dealing with contractors getting those houses fixed up and then renting them out so he put a lot of time and effort in and you know right now those houses I'll tell you, he's got about uh, it took him about five years and he's got a good Maybe two million dollars in in equity built into those houses right now, yeah that's incredible and that's and in the whole scheme of things five years is really not that long i mean it's it's not that much sacrifice in my opinion it's not if you're willing to work full time and do another full-time job and so it takes time to do these things and one of those questions that you need to ask yourself is how much time do I have if you don't have a lot of time and you don't want to give up your time to build this wealth, then maybe the REIT is the way to go.
0: Right. Do the REIT or the crowdfunding or something like that where you can be a passive investor and and not put forth the time and effort.